the market got hit with a perfect storm and it's certainly causing a lot of pain. What was that perfect storm? We had first a COVID wave of the Delta variant. Germany hit new all-time highs last week. Austria two weeks ago, they instituted a lockdown. That had some stocks like energy or in the energy space fall and they've been falling for a couple weeks now. Then we had Omicron. Omicron was pretty tough. New variant, we don't know anything. Freaks everyone out, they're not feeling good. They're thinking, oh boy, here it goes again. Then we get the Fed saying they wanna get tighter. They wanna move up the taper, which then implies they wanna move up hiking interest rates. Oh boy, here it comes again. That's what causes stocks to sell. However, we're not freaking out and we're taking a look at each one of these things, meshing them together and seeing what we should do in this junction with stocks down significantly and much of the S&P down double digits. Let's start with Omicron. This I think is the most important of the three developments because it has the potential to totally change the game with regards to COVID. People get here Omicron, they think new variant, they freak out, they see vaccines might not be as effective, they freak out. However, if we look at the preliminary data and the facts and stick to that and that alone, we come up with a completely different view. A couple facts that are important to note. South Africa has not seen a single hospitalization, yet they've seen thousands of cases recently, and they're seeing a massive increase in cases. This means that there's a very good chance Omicron is significantly, not just less deadly, significantly less deadly than Delta. The case in the United States was diagnosed on November 29th and has since recovered. That is two days ago. They felt something, they went to go get tested, they're recovered. They had the Moderna vaccine, double dose, not triple dose, they're recovered. The vaccine, Looks like it's effective. They got rid of it in a couple, within two days of being symptomatic. If Omicron spreads rapidly and is less deadly, this has the potential to not be a bearish COVID variant, but a bullish event that can put COVID to bed and take the COVID weight off the shoulders of the market and it's certainly there we're seeing it in energy we're seeing it in other areas of the economy we're seeing or in other areas of the market not the economy and uh we're seeing it in the s p 500 quite broadly under the surface russell 2000 take a look at that massive move today omicron is looking to be a bullish development with that knowledge adjust your portfolio positioning and decide whether or not to buy these stocks that are down quite significantly if it has the potential to put COVID to bed. Next, Delta wave in Germany. Are we freaking out about that? I'm not. If Omicron is really this virulent, it's going to become the dominant strain. If it becomes the dominant strain and is less deadly, all of a sudden the pandemic is over. That is bullish. We are seeing a panic sell. If this panic sell either continues, I don't think it will. I think this is it. It's possible it continues for a week or two until we have solid information. This 
Omicron data, I'm saying, is not 100% complete. It's preliminary data. Um, but if Omicron is less deadly and becomes a dominant strain, the Germany situation is behind us and unlikely to return. Why unlikely to return? What about the next variant? The virus became less deadly as it learned, and this is the, the ultimate path of the virus, that the way it can spread the most, and this is the goal, to spread, not to kill. It's got DNA, survive and reproduce. The ultimate path of the virus is not to kill, but to spread. If everyone's freaking out and locking themselves in, social distancing, and we're seeing waves fall, that strain is going to get weeded out. And it's going to be replaced by the strain with the most asymptomatic spread. As we said yesterday, there are viruses everywhere. There's viruses on this couch. There's viruses all over my face and hands. They're everywhere. They aren't doing anything. But they're here. They're spreading. I can give them to you. You're not going to feel anything. You're not going to know. It's not going to matter. Coronavirus... Omicron, COVID-19, I believe is headed in that direction. And if it's here now, that's a fantastic thing. Finally, the Fed. Is the market going to blow up because interest rates are rising? Well, interest rates certainly impact the market. If, like Warren Buffett says, they are, they are gravity on the stock market. If they rise quite significantly, bonds become more compelling. And why would you wait 30 years to get your money from this startup when you can get the, a better return over the 30 years with a higher yielding bond. So bonds compete in the long-term um, dollar market. I do think rising bond yields can have an effect. Where that effect takes place, we are well, very well aware of, and we are not positioned to be in that fire zone, at least not... Uh, not in a unintentional or dumb way. Um, there's the potential for this rising bond yield thing to really take the wind out of some stocks that shouldn't be where they are. That is the fire zone. Even stocks, I believe, that are very expensive and are very good, but just happen to be very expensive, something like Tesla, possibly even Microsoft. You saw Satya Nadella sell 50% of his stock. Maybe that's tax reasons, who knows? It's worthy of note regardless. Maybe those stocks don't see continued appreciation. They've done nothing except appreciate as bond yields have fallen. Maybe now things change a little bit in that area. But while, while rising yields may impact the demand for long-term cash flows, they also impact the demand for short-term cash flows in a positive way. What companies are producing the most short-term cash flows? ExxonMobil, which said it expects to double earnings from this very high level in just a matter of years. In addition, energy companies across the board have adopted the strategy of choosing to prioritize paying cash to shareholders, aka short-term cash. Rising bond yields, I believe, will help, will help energy stocks. Look at the correlation between bond yields and energy stocks. Look at ExxonMobil and the 10-year treasury over the last year. It's quite noticeable. It's certainly there. So I think if we take all of these notions into account, we can feel very good about where the market's going. We can adjust accordingly. Now, some of you may know I'm very bullish CRISPR stocks. Kathy Wood said today 
She expects this space to be a trillion dollar industry. And I 100% agree with her. I have had CRISPR therapeutics intermittently. I've sold it when it's gotten high and I bought it when it's gotten cheap since 2017. I'm 22 years old. It was one of the first stocks I ever bought. And the first stock I really felt in my heart that was fantastic to own. And so far, it's done well. Bought it at 170 or $17 a share. It got well over 200. It's obviously pulled back. I didn't have it at 200. I'm buying it back now. So we're still sticking with the 10X tech stocks that are good, that we believe are good. Um, and we think they'll be able to outgrow the effects of rising interest rates and or inflation. So that's today's video. Um, I understand there's a lot going on in the market. If you've got questions, please leave them below. Happy to answer questions. If you've got comments, please leave them below. Let's talk it out. As always, please like and subscribe. I appreciate you watching these videos every day. We are very prepared for how things are going. I know you are if you're watching these videos. Good for you. And until next time, peace out.